This is Rockin' Vino, the podcast about wine and music and how the two go so well together. Find new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever podcasts are offered. Find the show online at rockinvino.com and on social media at Rockin' Vino. Well, that escalated quickly. Well, we'll pull back the curtain on the, the podcast process a little bit. The past few weeks, we've run what we've called banked episodes. Some folks we've talked to over the past months here for season three of Rock and Vino. And uh, things have changed a lot in those few weeks. So uh, this is our first, we're calling it the shelter in place episode, as uh, as everyone else is. I, I'm uh, here in the studio. We have Coco sheltering in place at home. And uh, we're still getting it done, though. Still getting it done. Still doing it. <laughs> it it's been uh, It's been weird. I think uh, I think most people would agree with that. <laughs> and weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been it's been interesting to see how everybody has um, has dealt with this. I think the first week, a lot of people um, kind of went a little stir crazy, and then I think what we're in like week three now, right? Yeah, three, I believe. For California, I, a lot of people are on different. For California, uh, a lot of people are on different calendars, but yeah, th- week three in California. That's true. And then I feel like, I don't know, like week two, people just kind of settled in. And now week three, I think people are getting a little, a little stir crazy again, but I don't know. I mean, I've been sheltering in place. I have enough food. I didn't stock up and go crazy and steal everything or take uh, all of whatever I needed off the shelves. <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, I'm able to, you know, survive off of some smart purchases but yeah how about you i feel like it goes in waves like you get a little stir crazy and then it goes down a little bit and you think okay it'll it'll be okay eventually and then you get a little stir crazy and anxious and uh it it just kind of goes up and down like that and you just sort of adapt as you go along uh Mm -hmm. part of what uh part of what we'll cover in this episode is how how people are adapting and a lot of people have gone the virtual route and you know found ways to uh, to either bring content or bring entertainment or, you know, bring, just connect with people, uh, when it's so easy to, uh, to, I mean, not even, even if you're physically isolated, just, you know, isolated from everything. So it's, it's been interesting to watch that, uh, watch that all kind of develop here over the past few weeks. It is super interesting. And have, so have you done, well, we, we actually did a virtual hangout yesterday that was my, that was my first Hangouts. one that was it's uh <laughs> it's you have to sort of wrap your head around it at first it's definitely a different uh a different experience but it, it's pretty cool <laughs> it is i think it's nice to see people like pivoting and just like trying new things out one of the uh, one of the most interesting things i thought was early on in this maybe the first like week and a half or so uh, a lot of musicians were doing either like Instagram lives or Facebook lives and maybe playing acoustic songs or just talking uh, just very casually. And it was so interesting, especially early on, because you, the, people weren't they weren't like promoting an album. They didn't feel the need to be on. It was just like you saw the people in, they were at home just talking about what was happening in their lives. And it was so interesting just to see people be themselves. And there, there's still some degree of that, but uh, it, it's, it's become a little more 
polished uh, in the weeks. But those those early ones were really interesting just to see uh, everyone just kind of talking out how they were feeling at the time. Yeah, I think it was just, you know, everybody wants to connect with people. And that's, you know, a way for musicians to do that. Who was um, who was your favorite musician that you saw? Uh, uh, Jacoby from Papa Roach was doing some really oh. interesting ones. Um, mm. The the guys from Bad Wolves were fun. Uh, what they were doing is they were just, uh, I, I can't think of the term for it, when you bring on another person into your Instagram Live or something like that. Uh, they would they were just bringing on sort of these random friends and things. So it was like they bring on the guy, the Keith from Breaking Benjamin would just hop on and he was making pasta in his kitchen. <laughs> it was like, oh, how fun! Yeah, I it, love it. Just like I said, like super low key, and you just sort of hearing him interact, just like friends and people, and it was it was fun. Yeah, Brandon from Atreyu, um, the drummer, he was doing something similar where he was featuring a different, you know. Uh, fellow friend slash musician on with him each day of the week. So that was pretty fun too. One of the, one of my favorite ones, I think she's the master of it. Uh, Lights has been doing sort of these hour long, just acoustic hangs uh, where she'll go in her backyard in the day, put all these different songs on the, um, on the fence and throw knives at them. And, <laughs> based on what the knives oh, wow. choose becomes the set list uh, for the night. And there's been some covers nights. There's been like rarities nights and uh, it's, it's super fun. It's, it's a good time. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's really cool to see all these musicians just like embracing it and sharing their music. And uh, that's helping. I think it's helping everybody get through, get through just being sheltered in place and, you know, not being able to get out and go see shows that have unfortunately been canceled but um, we're still able to see these bands virtually. So, you know, bring it, bring it into the home, which Ex- is nice. Exactly. Now, uh, bring into the, to the, <laughs> in bringing the wine into it, uh, the, the wine industry is also adapted with vir- virtual tastings and all kinds of things. And uh, we thought we would find out more about how, uh, what the wine industry is doing, how they're adapting and, and where things go from here. So we, uh, we, brought in, uh, we brought in an expert for this. So many industries hit hard by the shelter-in-place orders and the ongoing spread of coronavirus and COVID-19 and uh, everyone adapting and and finding new ways to get by and and get things done. And uh, here locally, uh, the wine industry is no different. Uh, So we brought in uh, Michael Haney. He is head of Sonoma County Vintners, and uh, they've got some cool things going on to help – to help still the local wineries and, and, and get the products out to people. So, uh, Michael, thanks so much for calling in and joining us today. Mike, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on today. So you launched uh, fairly recently here the, the Sip at Home program. How did that come about? How does it work? Uh, what, uh, what can people look for? Sure. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting program. Um, obviously, with winery tasting rooms being closed and employees shelter in place and so forth, uh, our wineries here in Sonoma County are not only very resilient, but of course, they're very creative and very generous as well. So they started putting together various programs, whether there be specials in wine costs or shipping or even virtual programs that consumers can interact with the wineries. And we've been able to uh, stay in touch with our wineries and be able to develop this web page uh, on our website, which is SonomaWine.com, and it's our SIP web page. 
Um, and there's over a hundred different uh, promotions and specials and programs that wineries have come up with uh, just here in Sonoma County that consumers can take advantage of and not only still enjoy wine and have it you know, shipped right to their home, but have some real creative, uh, entertaining programs that go along with it as well. Now, it seems like the, uh, the industry adapted fairly quickly. Were you surprised how, how fast this came about and how, how people sort of adapted on the fly and figured it out? Well, you know, I think one of the things that we've had to um, deal with in, in the recent years, of course, we've had some fire situations out here and uh, other type of uh, natural uh, occurrences. <laughs> so our wineries, I'm afraid to say, have some uh, crisis management experience going with them. But you know, we have so many extraordinary, creative, and wonderful and enthusiastic people in the wine community here. So obviously engaging in their uh, with their consumers and with the audience that each winery has uh, is a priority to them, and of course, not only offering these promotions, but then of course, engaging over the internet was something that a lot of wineries had already gotten gotten into. But now we just have accelerated that to really provide that personal experience still with the um, consumer. Now, with that being said, with some of like the virtual wine tastings and things, what other cool things have you seen wineries do? Um, you know, whilst sheltering in place um, to kind of provide that um, unique experience for their customers who may be buying their wine online. Absolutely. You know, and like you said, there's a lot of creative experiences. Of course, there's tastings with winemakers and wine principals that are at a certain time on the Internet. But there's also been some other creative programmings. We have wineries that are doing cooking demonstrations online and pairing those foods with their wines with a chef and a winemaker. We even have wineries that are incorporating wellness programming and classes, online yoga classes. And then afterwards, <laughs> they, they end up with a, a nice wine taste. We have the virtual happy hours where it's a group setting that you can get online. Uh, so not only that, what we're also seeing is a philanthropic um, uh, kind of a component to a lot of these programs. You have wineries that are giving a percentages of their sales uh, to restaurants uh, to support our local restaurants here, as well as a wide variety of other charities going on. So they're not only engaging consumers in some creative ways, but of course continuing to give back uh, to the community as well. That's wonderful. Have some of the wineries, I'm sure that this is happening somewhere, have they worked with some of the local restaurants on, uh, with the, because the restaurants are able to do takeout, has there been uh, some, some amount of working together to, to kind of help get things going from that front? No, absolutely. You know, definitely um, the, the partnership with restaurants is, as we all know, critical for our wine community. And you have wine community right now assisting and talking to restaurants to make sure consumers know that they can still order wine to go now mm -hmm. uh, during this time with their favorite restaurant and so forth. And like I said, and in some cases, even doing that, uh, whether it's buying it from the winery or, of course, the local restaurant, really goes back and supports the restaurant as well. So you're helping the winery and the restaurant at the same time uh, by going out there and placing your orders to go and to take out uh, at these local restaurants. It's a big help. I think I saw a stat somewhere that said yeah, that alcohol sales are up 24% or some, some something around that, that range. Has that <laughs> 
has it been reflected with the wineries? Are they seeing an increase with this, uh, with uh, some well, other sales? I think you see maybe increases in a certain section. For example, maybe an increase in online sales. Okay. But, of course, your on-premise restaurant sales don't reflect that, as well as, of course, there's no sales uh, by consumers coming into tasting rooms. So um, while online sales may have uh, risen for uh, a number of our wineries, the other components, especially the on-premise and restaurant sales, um, I'm afraid haven't done that. And in terms of what the wineries are and aren't allowed to do, I mean, obviously, you can't bring out visitors to a tasting room setting. Uh, are they able to continue producing? What? How much are they still able to operate? Yes, um, you know our wineries um, are, are classified as essential businesses. So a lot of our wineries have that skeleton crew of essential people that are responsible for, for the production and the making of the wine, as well as uh, working in the vineyards as well. Now, even in that case, they're still practicing the appropriate social distancing and, and, and those type of criteria. But um, they are able to, for example, still maintain and tend to last year's uh, harvest and the wines that are in barrels and so forth, as well as prep for uh, this year's. Now we've come out of uh, we've come out of floods and fires and, and so many so many different disasters that um, I mean the area and the industry has recovered from. Are, are there? Is it too early to say sort of what the other side looks like? How you prepare to you know, get people back out to tasting rooms or you know to take part in those experiences again? You know, as you said, uh, Mike, we, we, we've surely dealt with fires and floods and, and uh, power cutoffs and uh, other things as well. And it, it's always inspirational to see how our wine community, which is here in Sonoma County, you know, it's mostly family. Eighty-five percent of our vineyards are family-owned. Um, they put their heads down and they get through it. And I think we are going to see that again. I think once we get by this, um, we'll surely be uh, a little stronger in the sense of, you know, our planning and being able to deal with something like this in the future. Um, and I think you're going to also see some of these creative programs maybe that were born uh, because of this situation right now continue on and, and grow as we move forward as well. So uh, I think community and uh, consumer engagement uh, will even become more creative when we get past this. But uh, I'm confident in our wine community here uh, really rolling up their sleeves and welcoming consumers back here in Sonoma County and moving forward. I think you make a good point on sort of with the virtual, uh, you know, the different virtual offerings that uh, it'll, you know, once this passes that it'll be a way to really connect with people even closer than than ever and, you know, make those connections. And, you know, when people are it may bring people to the area, it may, you know, um, just bring people closer to that experience with a winery. So, yeah, it very well could be a, a trend we see that uh, that continues after this. I think so, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're uh, taking the tools that we have now, and uh, hopefully we'll enhance those as we go on into the future. And it's nice on your on your website, SonomaWine.com, that you have the Sip From Home section where you're essentially showcasing all of the wineries, um, what they're offering in promotions, and then also the, ta- the virtual tasting experiences that they're doing, too. So that's it's really nice that it's all located in one spot for easy viewing and, and planning ahead. <laughs> It's it's a fantastic resource, and we've we've been asked to share that with a, a wide variety of media organizations and as well as consumers. We've seen our 
uh, traffic on our website literally doubled in the past few weeks, especially on this page. So it's a really fun place to go for consumers who are looking to, uh, you know, get into some of these new experiences and to get some really great deals, especially on shipping um, for their wines right now. So I'd encourage everybody to look at SonomaWine.com and look at our SIP page there. And that, by the way, that's constantly being updated as well. There's, there's be new things as well added. It's a little bit of context. So for people that don't know uh, who Sonoma County Vintners are, the organization, uh, what what are the types of, are you representing the wineries? How does that, that relationship work? We sure do. We're one of uh, the larger wine trade associations uh, actually in the world. And uh, we represent Sonoma County wineries. Here we have almost 275 winery members, and it's our uh, job to not only support them with marketing and programming initiatives, but continuing education, political advocacy. Um, of course, we also have our Sonoma County Vintners Foundation that I know, Mike, you're aware of, um, that uh, we, last year alone, we gave over $3 million back into our Sonoma County uh, community here, supporting over 70 different nonprofit organizations, and you'll be seeing some announcements here in the next week or so uh, regarding our foundation's response to this current situation as well. So it's a broad uh, mission that uh, that we do and that we represent our, our wineries for, and we couldn't be more proud to do it. Now, for something like this, are you working with other regions? Do you work with Napa? Are you working with other places? Just, just from an industry perspective in general, is there any sort of talks like that? There surely is. We actually have – I have a call – uh, once a week with a, a number of different California wine regions, including our great friends in Napa, but all over uh, California as well. We're exchanging ideas, we're exchanging uh, challenges, and, and people are helping each other with resources. We also have great communication with our political leaders, not only on the federal level, but of course state and local as well. So lots of communication, lots of partnerships and teamwork going on, and um, again, that's one of the more inspirational things that that has come out of, of this is to see so many people stand up, work together, and to help everyone get through this. So, on the the short term here, in the next uh, coming weeks or so, you know, so many people want to help local businesses, you know, uh, in in a number of different ways. In terms of the the vintners and Sonoma County wineries, what's the most direct way people can do that? Sure. I think there's a number of ways, and we've talked about some of them. Obviously, go online to your favorite winery, and you can buy some wine and have it shipped or delivered to you. Also, you can buy gift cards as well, because a lot of these wineries, you know, of course, before this, were offering some extraordinary uh, experiences. Uh, for consumers. So you can go ahead and buy a gift card that would go to some of those uh, different experiences. Also, you know, when you're out and you make that weekly uh, grocery run, buy some wine there at your uh, favorite grocery store or whatever, that surely helps our, our wineries. Signing up for their wine clubs is a big assistance as well. And then, of course, you know, participating in some of these fun programs that they're doing and liking their social media pages really helps them communicate with you as well. So, uh, you know, there's a variety of things that uh, our consumers can do out there to really help not only our, of course, our wineries here, uh, but our restaurant partners, too. Excellent. Well, uh, Michael Haney, head of the Sonoma County Vintners, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to join us. And, uh, yeah, keep, keep us updated on all the, the happenings with, uh, with the Vintners. We sure will, Mike. Thanks for having me, and cheers. Thank you. Cheers. That was Michael Haney. He's executive director of Sonoma County Vintners.
Uh, again, if you want to find out all the deals, all the virtual tastings, all the different things that are happening, it's SonomaWine.com slash SipFromHomes. So many different things to check out. Yeah, really great, um, useful information on that website. And just um, he shared some great information with us. And it's great to see that people are still getting out there and able to support the wineries and restaurants virtually um, and um, by ordering things online. So, I mean, we're all adjusting and it's great to see us coming together still. Yeah, I think it's so important to remember that, I mean, if, if you're able to, you know, maybe if you can once a week or twice a week, get out to a restaurant you might normally hit or, uh, you know, some of the places that you might usually go that you, you can't go to now, go go check them out and go pick up some takeout, uh, do something like that and uh, help them out in uh, any little way you can. Yeah, it's nice. And I mean, everybody's been doing a lot more home cooking, so I'm sure taking that little break and getting a nice meal from one of your favorite restaurants is um, is going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> and don't hoard toilet paper because nobody needs to do that. And don't hoard toilet paper, please. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Well, we will carry on and we will shelter in place and we will see where it goes. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>